Grounder from Nick Mistoni to Easton Jones for the out at first. And the first out of the fourth inning has been recorded. St. Mary's trailing BYU Cougs up 3-1 as the Gales pitching and defense let them down in that third inning. Back-to-back walks to start the inning for a second consecutive inning, and this time they cost the Gales. But as much as the pitching was costly, an error on the third baseman and a throwing error on the pitcher allowed unearned runs to score three of them, and BYU leads it 3-1 top four. Let's get to our Big O Tires on the rubber report brought to you by Big O Tires, the team you trust. We take a look at the pitching numbers for both teams brought to you by Big O Tires. Ben Hansen through three and a third now has given up four hits, one run it was earned. Has struck out one and walked two. One wild pitch, one hit batsman. As he's behind 2-0, and gets back in at 2-1. and Just through his 54th pitch, did Hansen. Four St. Mary's pitchers through three innings have given up no hits, but three runs, none of them earned. As that's opposite field to short right. Sapiti coming in, going back in foul territory as Wilk, and so to Sardina, and Sardina drops it in foul territory. It's a long strike, 2-2, two and two, the count. 81 pitches for St. Mary's pitchers through three innings. That's On the Rubber, brought to you by by Big O Tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. So Mastoni, a 5-3 ground out to begin the fourth inning. And Blake McDonald now bats and is in a 2-2 count with one out and no one on. St. Mary's took the first two games... 11-8 11-8 and 6-4. They trail 3-1 here in the series finale. They'd been error-free until game two, or game three of this series, game two today. And two errors in the third, leading to three runs, and he thought he had a walk. Instead, he'll walk the dugout. Blake McDonald is punched out on a backward K. So ground out and strikeout, and Ben Hansen settling in. As Jared Medham digging in, Medham hit into a 1-6-3 triple play, the fifth triple play in BYU history back in the second inning. Medham was attempting to sacrifice over Mistoni and McDonald from second and first, respectively, and he popped up the bunt to the pitcher Ben Hansen. A slight bobble from Ben. He turned and fired to second for one, for two, and then over to first for three, and it was a triple play to end the threat for BYU in the second inning. It was two on and no one out for the Gales, and all Medham had to do was put a bunt down. Instead, he put it up, popped it up to Hansen, and the triple play ensued. A 1-1 count here to Medham. 1-1 the count, two out and no one on for St. Mary's. Gales down 3-1. Cougs lead. Called strike on the inside low corner. Fastball at 87 from Ben there. 1-2 the count. Maybe a wipeout pitch here from Hansen. The wind and deal. And now he'll throw a breaker. Slider away for two balls and two strikes. Two and two the count. Two out and top four. BYU in leading after three is five and four this year. That's low and away. The count is full. St. Mary's has only one win when trailing after three. But it came on Thursday. Gales are 1-7 when trailing after three. The one win came in the series opener. Full count. Two out. Base is clear. That's a walk. Uh, Jared Medham, fastball high at 87, and he'll take a base with two gone. Nine-hole hitter Seth Nager, left-handed bat, grounded out in the third. Bat's now in the fourth. BYU's up 3-1. Cook's looking to get one of three. BYU right now 1-4 in league play. San Francisco's 0-5. They're at the bottom of the WCC currently. Joined by Pepperdine. They're 1-4 as well. Gonzaga beat the Waves. USF lost to LMU. Pepperdine lost to Gonzaga. BYU lost to St. Mary's. All those teams drop to 1-4, 1 5 the Dons. They're in the bottom tier of the 10-team WCC. Only the top six make the baseball, uh, the postseason baseball tournament in Vegas. It's moved from Stockton to Vegas. Top six make it. Top two get buys. Three and six, four and five get a one-game play-in on Wednesday of tournament week. The 1-0 to Nager. Nager will take outside for ball two. Met him on first with a two-out walk. Nager batting out of the nine-hole. 
the two ball no strike count 20 to 6 as the shadows lengthen there are shadows with some hazy sunshine late on this chilly day a 2-0 that's lifted out of play opposite field by Nigger. it'll go to two balls and a strike BYU with three runs and no hits St. Mary's one run on four hits. They've got him in a rundown. Met him between first and second. And they get him at second on the throw to call. And so, pickle indeed for the Gales. Run themselves out of the fourth. For the Gales, no runs on a hit. There were no errors. No one left on. We go bottom four. BYU three, St. Mary's one on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Bottom of the fourth inning. BYU three and St. Mary's one. Cougars look at, looking to get one of three in the series. The Gales have already taken the series. Looking for the sweep. BYU's looking to get one back here in the third and final game of the set and second of today's twin bill. Alex Sardina leads things off for BYU out of the eight hole. The second baseman flew out to center in the second. And on the 0-1, takes outside for 0-2. Alex Sardina coming into the game was 0-9 for 9 at the plate. He went 0-3 for 3 in the first game, so 0-12, for 12, now 0-13 for 13 on the year. So he's due and takes down and in for ball one. 13 at-bats, a couple bases on balls, looking for his first hit of the season. The 1-2 to Sardina. Owen Cuff stays on the hill, southpaw. Kick and deliver. That's in the dirt, 2-2 two and two to Sardi. Let's explore the WCC scoreboard brought to you by Explore Utah Valley. Enjoy Utah Valley's food scene in downtown Provo, where 50-plus local restaurants provide a wide variety of food experiences. Find your happy here. Learn more at utah-valley.com as he slices one foul down the first baseline. Count stays 2-2. Two and two. We explore the WCC scoreboard brought to you by Explore Utah Valley. Gonzaga 12, Pepperdine 9, a final. LMU 13, USF 4, a final. And also going final, San Diego winning at Santa Clara 10-6. First game here today, St. Mary's 6 and BYU 4. The 2-2 to Sardi. That's a backward K. He'll walk the dugout. Barrel on the shoulder. 0 for 14 on the year for Sardi. As he's retired via strikeout, Owen Cuff with another K. And St. Mary's pitchers have six strikeouts on the day, but they have five bases on balls to counter the six Ks. They also have a throwing error from the pitcher and an error on the third baseman, leading to three unearned BYU runs in the third. Portland 10, Pacific 5, top 7. The other WCC game going on. So the updated WCC standings have Portland at 4-0, LMU and Gonzaga at 4-1, Santa Clara, San Diego, and St. Mary's all at 3-2, then BYU and Pep at 1-4, and and USF at 0-5. And and that's lined into right by Parker Goff. He's got his first hit of the second game. BYU's got his first hit of the day, at least game two, that is. And it's a one-out single to right for Parker Goff. Parker Goff came into the day four for six. Five for nine after game one, and now six for 11 on the weekend, or on the series. Now this week, he's just getting his first action of... The series of the season this week, and he's six for 11 since coming into the lineup. So Parker Goff swinging a good bat out of the nine spot. It's a one-out single for Goff. He's on first for Tate Gamble, top of the order for BYU here in the bottom of the fourth. Hitting with one out is Gamble. He's walked in both his. Oh, it hit him in the batting helmet. You heard it. Clipped him on the head, and the home plate umpire is going to check on Tate Gamble. Catcher two will see how Tate's doing. It hit him on the head. He turned away, hit the back of the batting helmet. Tate Gamble will take his base, and so Tate Gamble walking in the first, walking in the third, and hit by a pitch in the fourth. Trainer Judd Judd Franson is going to check on out and assess Tate Gamble's status as Noah Hill, first base coach, walks with Tate to the bag. So going to second is Goff on the hit by pitch, and the uh, St. Mary's pitching has not been great here in game two. 
really all over the place. And you combine that with the shaky defense, and that you got a 3-1 BYU lead. So Gamble reaching on all three plate appearances. And uh, nary a hit in either three. Tate's okay. At least that's our conclusion as he reaffixes the batting helmet at first base and gets ready to run the bases with Luke Anderson digging in. So Parker Goff on second, Tate Gamble on first, and Luke Anderson hitting here in the bottom of the fourth. BYU 3, St. Mary's 1, our score. The Cougs have their three runs on one hit. The Gales have their one run on four hits. A step off and a throw back to second. Kind of a cursory toss to the bag. The pitcher is Owen Cuff, the southpaw, facing the right-handed hitting Luke Anderson, BYU's left fielder. He flew out to right in the first, walked and scored in the third. He scored on a throwing error from the pitcher. Eighty miles per hour catches the top of the inside corner for strike one, as called by Mike Jarbo. Cougars start a five-game road swing Tuesday at Utah Valley. Utah Valley came to Provo and lost on Tuesday. 14 straight wins for BYU over UVU as that comes inside and got Luke Anderson on the foot as the catcher took the brunt as well, and he goes down. So the St. Mary's pitching is a mess right now, and the Cougs are taking advantage. Bases loaded, now one out. Luke Anderson hit by a pitch. St. Mary's pitchers have walked five, hit two, and have a throwing error from the pitcher position. We're still early. We're bottom four here at Miller Park. And things are going sideways for St. Mary's on the hill. So St. Mary's pitchers now through three and a third have given up three runs. None of them earned. Only one hit, but five bases on balls, a wild pitch, two hit batsmen. And nearly 100 pitches thrown through three and a third. Greg Moore, the fourth-year head coach of the Gales, will stroll out to the hill. Will he ask for the ball from Owen Cuff? I see a St. Mary's pitcher approaching the gate. It looks like he'd be ready to go, and they will make a pitching change, so we will take a 60-second break. The southpaw leaves, and righty comes in with the bases loaded. And BYU looking to bust it open, leading St. Mary's 3-1. You're in the bottom of the fourth on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Cougars baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. New pitcher for St. Mary's is David Thomas. Thomas's only appearance of the season came here two days ago. He pitched a third of an inning. And it wasn't a successful third of an inning. He gave up three hits, two runs, both earned, walked a batter. Ended up with a robust ERA of 54.00 after his brief stint. He enters the game in a bases-loaded situation. Cougars with three on and one out here in the bottom of the fourth. Parker Goff is on third. Tate Gamble is on second. Luke Anderson is on first. And Ryan Sapiti will be in the batter's box. Alex Sardina opened the inning with a backwards K. With one out, Parker Goff singled. Then Tate Gamble was hit on the batting helmet. And Luke Anderson was hit on the foot. So back-to-back HBPs had the Cougars with the sacks stacked. And Ryan Sapiti in a prime RBI position. Ryan Sapiti in game one today went to one for five. In the opener on Thursday, he went three for four with an RBI. 15 RBI on the year. Third on the team. Austin Deming not playing today. Leads BYU with 27. Sapiti, right-handed bat against the right-hander, David Thomas. One out, bases loaded. Sapiti swings and misses. An 88-mile-per-hour fastball from Thomas. No real book on Thomas as he had not pitched until Thursday. The 0-1. 
That's low for ball one. Count even. St. Mary's now 8-11. BYU 7-14 on the year. Coming into game two today. The 1-1. Check swing. Held back for ball two. The first two wins of the series for St. Mary's are their first back-to-back wins of the year. They go to 3-2 and two in league. BYU falls to 1-4. and four. Gale's a winning record in away games now at 4-3. and three. BYU's 4-3 and three in their home games. The 2-1... And a wave from Sapiti for strike two. Fastball at 88. Down in around the shins. Swinging and missing for a two and two count. Two balls, two strikes, one out. Bases loaded. Cougs have six bases loaded hits on the year. The 2-2 from Thomas. The wind and deal. Grounder to third. Over to second for one. A double clutch, but over to first for two and out of the inning on a double play are the Gales a 5-4-3 DP that'll take us to the top of the fifth for BYU no runs on a hit there were no errors three were left on we go top five 3-1 Cougs on the new skin BYU Sports Network for more Cougar baseball let's rejoin Greg Rubel top of the fifth and Seth Nager First batter to face Ben Hansen here. He's gone all the way for the Cougs. Ball one delivered by Hansen. It's a 5-4-3 double play to end the bottom of the fourth. Two were left on for BYU. Cougs have left six on today. Three runs, one hit. No fielding errors for BYU. Six left on base. St. Mary's one run, four hits, two errors, and they've left four on the base paths. Two balls, no strikes to Nager, the nine-hole hitter. The center fielder, Nager. Grounds that foul down the first baseline. Grounded short in the third. First at-bat of game two in game one today. Nager went two for five. Two runs scored in an RBI. Two balls and a strike to Nager. Left-handed hitter, right-handed thrower, Ben Hansen. Down and in ball three, three and one. Ben's put the lead runner aboard just once back in the second inning. A leadoff single by Mistoni. And that's lifted in the air to right. Sapiti back into the right field corner. And he'll dive and make a great catch laying out. Landing hard on the warning track. Yet to get up, but it's out number one on a drive to the right field corner by Nager. A sprint, a leap, a snag for Ryan Sapiti. Tremendous defensive play in the right field corner. Laying out, landing hard, and sliding into the remnants of the accumulated snow beneath the padding under the wall in the right field corner. Judd Franson, BYU's trainer, came out of the dugout, but uh, Sapiti's waved him off. He's going to stay in. What a play by Sapiti. So Nager out on the fly out to right. And if Sapiti doesn't make that catch, probably a triple for Nager to lead off the inning. That's high and tight from Hansen. Off speed to Mayshore. Dalton Mayshore, top of the order. Hitting with one out. Mayshore grounded out 4-3 in the first. Singled and scored on a wild pitch in the third. That's the only run scored for St. Mary's. That pitch missing, pitch missing high and away for 2-0. With one out, no one on. Shadows continue to lengthen as dusk approaches here at Miller Park. 6 o'clock. Is our time of day. The baseball day began at 1 p.m. That's a single through the left side for Dalton Mayshore. One out single to left. And a runner aboard for the Gales. St. Mary's trailing BYU 3-1, top five, almost halfway home. That's the fifth hit. But only one run off those five hits for St. Mary's. BYU one hit, but three runs. All unearned. Hansen from the stretch. Kick and fire. Called strike. Fastball at 86 for Ben. Gavin Napier singled. Left on the base paths in the first. 
walked and left on the base pass in the third. The 0-1 throw over to first. Diving back is Mayshore. Napier on Thursday, one for four with a run scored. And Napier in the opener, hitless with an RBI. Back-to-back throws over to first where Jacob Wilk mans the bag. Has gone all the way there today. BYU looking for home win number five and win on the season number eight. 0-1 to Napier. Called strike. Heart of the plate. 0-2 to the Gales' third second baseman. The 0-2 from Hansen to Napier. First to throw back over to first. That win in the opener today ended a uh, string of alternating wins and losses for the Gales that have stretched back eight games. They were due by the pattern for a loss, and BYU was due for a win. They alternated wins and losses over seven in a row. A throw low and away, stealing second with a low throw from Goff to Sardina is Mayshore. So stolen base for Mayshore, second of the game and third of the day. Dalton Mayshore is now 5 for 7 on stolen base tries on the year. Puts himself in scoring position for Napier, who's in a 1-2 count, facing Ben Hansen. No one up in the BYU pen. Ben into his fifth inning of work. It's a 1-2, and that's away for ball 2. Fastball missing well away from the right-handed hitting Napier. St. Mary's in gray. BYU in white with navy pinstripes today. BYU Navy caps and St. Mary's Navy caps red bills. The 2-2. And that is a base hit up the middle. Coming hard around third is Mayshore. He will come home. The throw will be wide. Advancing on a wild throw is Napier to second. And the Gales make it a one-run game. 3-2 here in the top of the fifth. So a single by Napier. Advancing to second on a throw that came home and was wide. And wasn't caught cleanly. So Mayshore on a stolen base comes around on the very next play. And it's 3-2. RBI single for Napier. Advancing to second on the throw. And now Christian Almanzo will hit with a runner in scoring position. Still one out. 3-2 ball game now. That's the sixth hit of the day for St. Mary's. A healthy hack there from Almanza missing. And the count is 0-1. Dalton Mayshore scoring on the RBI single from Napier after Mayshore stole second. The 0-1, another swing and a miss from Almanza. Almanza walked and was stranded in the first, grounded out 4-3 in the third. Runner in scoring position for Almanza. Came into today hitting 270. 0-2, Ben Hansen ahead. And that is a swing and a miss. Take something off that. The change at 68, and Almanza swings through it for out number two in inning number five. 3-2 ball game. Coleman Schmidt, three home runs in the series, will now hit. Coleman Schmidt on Thursday, two for three, both hits were home runs. And in game one today, Schmidt was one for four. His one hit was a home run. So all three hits are dingers for Coleman Schmidt in the three-game series. Nice block there from Parker Goff on a, on a pitch low and away. Sliding out of his crouch to stop was Goff, and one ball, no strikes to count. Two out, one on. The one on is Napier at second after a single advancing to second on a throw. Schmidt, 0 for 1 today, flew out and was hit by a pitch. Throw back to second. Sardi covering and stepping back is Napier. Schmidt flying out to right in the first, hit by a pitch and stranded in the third. He bats now in the fifth. His team's down 3-2. The 1-0 from Hansen to Schmidt. And a pretty substantial whiff there. Waving through, strike one. One ball, one strike, two gone. Coleman Schmidt, the left fielder. The entire starting left field for St. Mary's is errorless on the season. The 1-1. Goes to a called strike on the outside corner. Kneecap height away from Schmidt. One ball, two strikes. 
We'll see if Ben goes wipeout here and gets the Cougars out of a one-run inning so far. One ball, two strikes. Two gone, one on. The one on is Napier at second. And that's in the dirt. Blocked. Barrel came off the shoulder, but no go. Two balls, two strikes. Coleman Schmidt, the RBI leader, and now home run leader with his sixth dinger of the year coming in the opener today. A three RBI day Thursday and a single RBI in the opener. Gales took the opener today 6-4 to four after winning 11-8 on Thursday, and that's in the dirt, blocked by Goff. Count is full now with two gone. Ben Hansen has thrown 87 pitches. The 3-2. And that is a swinging strikeout. Back-to-back Ks from Hansen. Almanza and Schmidt go down swinging. Frontwards Ks for both. And BYU gets out of the fifth. Only one run across. One run on two hits. There were no errors. And a runner was left on. We go bottom five. We're halfway home. 3-2, 3-2, BYU leading St. Mary's on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Leading off the BYU fifth, Cooper Vash, the left fielder. And ball one low from David Thomas. Thomas into his second inning of work. Vest in the game, second game of the twin bill, a ground out and a strikeout. The 1-0 goes to 1-1. One and one. Called strike on the outside corner, kneecap height. So Coop 0 for 2 in game 2, 0 for, or was 1 for 5 in game 1, extending his hit streak to 8 games. Looking to get it to 9, but hitless so far here in the second of 2. Early evening sunshine, but frigid sunshine that is with a 30-degree uh, temperature right now in Provo. That's in around the belt buckle for ball three. Three and one to Cooper Vest. We've had spates of sunshine. We've had flurries. We've had nothing but 30s, though. 32, 33 degrees, the high today. That'll be a base hit, sharply hit to left field. Off a couple of hops, Schmidt. Comes up throwing, holding Vest to a single. There's the nine-game hit streak now for Cooper Vest. So leadoff single for BYU. The Cougs have had the lead runner aboard in the first, the second, the third, and now the fifth innings. Only in the fourth, when Alex Sardina struck out looking, did the Cougs not get the lead batter aboard. Cougs have three runs on two hits. The Gales have two runs on six hits. They have the only two errors of the day, and that leads to those three BYU runs, all unearned in a three-run third. The Gales were to be out of the inning on a simple ground ball to third, but a throwing error from Ralston opened the floodgates. We've got a mound visit as David Thomas will be conversing with head coach Greg Moore. There's a pitcher up in the Gales' pen. We'll see if this is only a conversation or a switch on the mound. Hands on the hips, fourth year Head coach Greg Moore out to converse with David Thomas. Greg Moore in his fourth season, 65 and 75 with the Gales, 22 and 36 in WCC play. Just a chat. They're going to keep Thomas on the mound. Greg Moore coached six seasons at CSUN before coming over to Moraga. Last season, the Gales were 25 and 30 overall, 9 and 18 in league, good for ninth place. They were picked eighth in the WCC this year for a second straight preseason. Gales had their Tuesday game at Cal rained out. They've already had their next game Tuesday canceled due to pending weather. And so midweeks have not been kind to, well, most California teams this year. The weather's been as rough there as it's been here, as what they get here comes here. It's just colder when it gets here. Empty count, no one out, one on. Wilk batting, Vest on first. And the Cougs a vested interest in holding a one-run lead here. 3-2 is our score. Bottom five will take strike one. Jacob base on balls on in the second and reached on an E5 and scored on an E1 in the third. The 0-1 to Jacob. Bounces it does David Thomas, a 55-footer blocked by 
the catcher, Blake McDonald. 3-2, BYU. Bottom five. We're in the back half of this second game of a twin bill. St. Mary's already a series win. They go to 3-2 and two in league. BYU 1-4, and four, bottom tier WCC looking to work their way back up the ladder. Trying to get one here of three. That's a paint job on the low outside corner. Fastball 86 from Thomas. First strike two, one and two to BYU's first baseman. Of Jacobs' last seven hits, four have been home runs. A healthy hack and a strikeout. Forwards K. Jacob Wilk down on strikes. Cooper Vest at first. And Chad Call will next try to advance. Vest. Ben Hansen, by the way, has thrown 88 pitches. The most since he threw 92 in a seven-inning start at Louisiana back on February 22nd. And David Thomas's day is done. Greg Moore makes another stop on the hill. And we'll stop for a one-minute break and change pitchers for the Gales on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Cougars baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Ryan Sanders makes his fifth appearance of the season and second of this series. Sanders 0-0 with a 10.13 ERA has gone five and a third, giving up nine hits, six runs all earned, has struck out five and walked four. Batters are hitting, hitting 391 against Sanders. And Sanders on Thursday uh, labored two innings, five hits, four runs, all earned, struck out two, walked three through 40 pitches in two innings. He's a left-hander, and he will face the left-handed hitting Chad Call here in the fifth inning of a 3-2 ball game. BYU 3, St. Mary's 2, bottom 5, and the Cougs have one out and one on. The one on is Cooper Vest after a leadoff single. Jacob Wilk struck out swinging, bringing up Chad Call, who reached on a base on balls in the second and was stranded, and then reached on an E1 in the third and was stranded. Ben Hansen's gone all the way for BYU. And St. Mary's already on to its sixth pitcher in game two. Six pitchers for the Gales, one pitcher for BYU. BYU three, St. Mary's two. Sanders kicks and deals, squaring his call and pulling back on strike one. Fastball called at 88. Ryan Sanders. Three-pitch mix, fastball, slider, change. Lefty throws back over to first. Fastball, high 80s. Slider, mid to high 70s. And a change in the same general vicinity. 0-1, one out, one on. BYU's leading it by one. That was in high and tight for ball one. If BYU games were to end after, you know, five or six innings this year, the Cougs would have an excellent win-loss record. But uh, the later innings have bitten BYU. The Cougs will lead through five today for sure. BYU in leading after five. Coming in two today was six and three. BYU led through five in the opener to fall to six and four. The one-two. A swing and a miss and call is down on strike. So back-to-back forwards K's for Gales pitchers. And, and the Gales pitchers are, are, you know, equal opportunity, high leverage outs and, and high leverage mistakes. They've struck out eight now and walked five with two hit batsmen and a wild pitch and an error from the pitcher position fielding. So they've kind of been all over the place, but eight K's is a nice number through four and two-thirds to be certain. Throw back over to first. That's low and away, but handling it well is Almanza. And kudos to everyone out there who's been dealing with 30-degree temperatures through five hours of baseball. I mean, everyone who's involved, even dugout players not playing, have felt it. But, uh, you know, those out in the field standing still and not doing a lot of moving around have been certainly frigid for the entirety of the day. There is sunshine, but it's a 
bitterly cold sunshine today at 0-1 is our strike count to Easton Jones. Ball one. Of course, you do feel the effects of the sunshine when it's out there. It's it's nice enough to feel something on your face, but the uh, ambient temperatures have been nothing better than low 30s all day. One ball, two strikes, and the short-sleeved Ryan Sanders on the hill. One, two, the count. Two out, one on. Best is on first. That's in the dirt. Ryan Sanders, lanky, we'll call him, 5'11", 190. Lefty on the mound, right-handed hitting. Easton Jones in the box, 2-2 the count. And that's fouled off of uh, Jones' lower extremities. He'll jog that one off. Count remains 2-2. Two and two. Cooper Vest leadoff single. And the Cougs have had the lead runner aboard in four of five innings today in game two. I should note. Second of two. Shoveled off snow. He's packed against the padded wall areas down both baselines. As a lot of snows had to be removed both yesterday and today. The Cougs were out here for hours yesterday and again today clearing snow. It's a heated field, but it can only do so much when the accumulations and temperatures have been what they've been. So you're really playing from behind when the snow starts to pile up. And on both days, they were out manual laboring their way to a clear field, a high and away pitch for 3-2 with two out and one on. Easton Jones, the batter. Easton in game two, a sacrifice bunt, 5-4 in the second. And caught looking in the third. Her time of day is 6-20. And game two is just under two hours old. A swing and a miss, and back-to-back-to-back strikeouts, all swinging after a leadoff single by Vest gets the Gales out of the inning. Ninth strikeout of the day for St. Mary's pitching. We are through five for BYU in the fifth. No runs on a hit, no errors, and a runner left on. We go top six, BYU three, St. Mary's two on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Top of the sixth, Ben Hansen facing Bill Ralston. Ralston, the third baseman hitting out of the five hole, is 0 for 2 in game two today. Ground out in the first and strikeout in the third. Ben Hansen delivers him ball one. Fouled out of play or fouled to the screen, beg your pardon. One and one the count to Ralston. Ben Hansen's long outing is seven innings. He's gone five complete, working into his sixth. Just threw his 89th pitch, make it his 90th pitch. This is 91st. Low for ball one with this next pitch. He will tie his season-high pitch count of 92. Two more pitches and a new season-high in pitches thrown by Ben Hansen. This will be number 92. 2-1, the count to Ralston. Grounded to the new second baseman, Sam Beck. And he will throw off a hop to Jacob Wilk and get the out. Sam Beck making his first fielding appearance of the season. Making it interesting. But a good play by Sam just to get him in the game. Grounder to second, a 4-3 ground out. Bill Ralston is gone for out number one here in the top of the sixth. Sam Beck has had uh, plenty of pitching appearances, but his first appearance as a fielder, and he takes second base in place of Alex Sardina. Through a one-hopper to Jacob Wilk for out number one. And then the second, the first pitch that is delivered to Nick Mistoni hits him in the back, and you're uh, Warm day or cold day, that's going to hurt. And he'll take his base, hit by pitch. So one out, runner aboard for the Gales. You're in the top of the sixth. BYU three, St. Mary's two. The Kooks have their three runs on only two hits. St. Mary's two runs on six hits. Earlier I said the pitching was poor for St. Mary's. I need to amend that and say it's been inconsistent because when you allow only two hits and strike out nine, you're doing something right. But in between there have been a bunch of wild pitches and hit batsmen and a position fielding error. Lots of bases on balls, but uh, despite being all over the place, nine strikeouts and two hits allowed are pretty good numbers for the uh, St. Mary's throwers. So they've had their moments, both good and bad, here in game number two. One out, one on for, for St. Mary's here in the top of the sixth. And 
A called strike to Blake McDonald. He has a one for two second game going on. Singled in the second and struck out looking in the fourth. In the first of two today, McDonald was two for four with a run scored. Hanson throws over to first. Lengthy shadows in the early evening here at Miller Park. The 0-1 from Hanson to McDonald. That's called strike. Off speed, but a paint job in the upper away corner. For the right-handed hitting McDonald, 1-2. and 0-2, oh beg your pardon. Uh, Hanson's ahead 0-2. Oh Ralston grounding out. Mistoni hit by a pitch. Second hit batsman for Hanson today. The 0-2. Check over at first. And has walked three, hit two. The 0-2 with one out and one on. He struck out four. Big band kicks and fires. And a wave and a miss. McDonald's down on strikes. Two out now for the eight-hole hitter. Jared Medham. Medham bunted into a 1-6-3 triple play in the second and was walked in the fourth. It was part of a 1-3-6 double play to end that inning. So Medham, triple play and double play in his two plate appearances here in game number two. And that's a wave well out in front of a change at 70 from Ben Hansen. 0-1 the count to Medham, the shortstop. Right-handed hitter and righty thrower. So Ben looking to get through six here. Long outing is seven. He just threw his 98th pitch. Mason Olsen Thursday went 100 plus, 118 as the starter. And Mason's about to, or there, Ben Hansen's about to get to the century mark as a starter. This will be pitch number 99 for Hansen. The 1-1. Taking his lead is Miss Stoney. That's high and away for two and one. Here comes pitch number 100. So both starters Thursday and Saturday, at least for game two Saturday, go 100-plus pitches with their starts. Hansen comes set. And we'll fire back over to first base. 4-3 ground out for Ralston. Hit by pitch was Miss Stoney. Striking out was McDonald. And met him now in a 2-1 count with Miss, with Mistoni at first. Pitch number 100 is fouled out of play to the dormitory side down the first baseline. 2-2. That's 100 pitches for Hansen. Two balls, two strikes, two out. Runner on first is Mistoni. We're top six in a game BYU leads 3-2. High and away for ball three. Fastball at 87 missing. Count is full. Two out. And the runner will be on the move. We're playing behind that runner. Miss Stoney. Runner takes off. A swing and a miss. And back-to-back strikeouts for Ben Hansen. To end the top of the six for the Gales. No runs on a hit, no errors. One left on. We go bottom six. BYU three, St. Mary's two on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Bottom of the sixth, and Sam Beck will have his first plate appearance as a BYU Cougar. Came in as a second base replacement for Alex Sardina moments ago. Now bats to lead off the bottom of the sixth. Sam Beck. Has nine pitching appearances and a very tidy 1.64 ERA. One of the most effective BYU pitchers now as a hitter. The 1-0. Fouls to the backstop. 1-1 one and one to jersey number 45. Sam Beck. Both teams have a 45. And both 45s are hitting out of the 8-hole. Shortstop Jared Medham for the Gales. And now second baseman Sam Beck for the Cougars. Hitting 8th. And leading off the 6th. Take strike two. Fastball at 88 from Ryan Sanders. Southpaw Sanders settling in. Ben Hansen in a groove. Through six innings is the Cougar starter now. Hansen 
He struck out the last two he faced in the top of the sixth. We're bottom six now, 1-2 in a one-run ball game. A swing and a miss from Beck. They have caught a piece of it either way down on strikes. That's four consecutive strikeout victims for St. Mary's pitchers. And on the day, St. Mary's has now struck out 10. So double-digit Ks on the day. On a day, they've allowed only two hits, but three runs, all unearned. Five bases on balls, two-hit batsmen, a wild pitch, so kind of an adventure for St. Mary's throwers, but some good stuff being done by the visitors from Moraga. Called strike taken by Parker Goff, but four straight Ks now for the Gales pitchers. Everything was shaky early, defense and pitching, but both components coming around. 0-1 with one out and no one on, and stepping back and out of the way of that 90-mile-per-hour fastball below the knees was Parker Goff, strike or ball one, one and one the count. Goff in game two, strikeout and a single. He was left on the base pass after that single in the fourth. Takes ball two, low. Fastball missing beneath the frame at 89 from Sanders. St. Mary's took the first two of this three-game series. BYU looking to get one back as we get into the later innings. And again stepping back. From fastball missing inside is Goff for 3-1 and one the count. The late innings have been the bugaboo for BYU this year. Grooved in for strike two. BYU's been outscored 60-31 in the final three innings this year. 60-31, a 2-1 margin against in innings 7, 8, and 9. And that is strife, but will be landing foul down the left field line. 3-2. So 60-31 in the final three innings. 36 to 20 in the eighth and ninth innings alone. And the eighth inning is the worst for BYU this year. They give up 31 runs in the eighth on the season. We're in the bottom of the sixth, BYU three and St. Mary's two. BYU will take a lead to the seventh. That's hit solidly in the air to left, getting a jump, but not able to come up with it. Diving attempt not made by Schmidt. The ball will roll to the wall, digging for three. And a triple for Parker Goff. When Schmidt left his feet, he had to come up with it. Or two is going to turn to three, and that's exactly what happened. Parker Goff. And what a week for Parker Goff. Had not been in the lineup until this week began. He got the start against UVU, went two for three. Then against St. Mary's on Thursday, went two for three. Then in the first game today, he goes one for three. And now... It's a two-for-three second game of the twin bill. Parker Goff, a revelation out of the nine-hole for BYU. A one-out triple for Goff. And the top of the order now due up with Tate Gamble. So Goff is on third. And what a week as he enters the BYU lineup and becomes one of the best hitters the team has. Gamble reaching three times today. Base on balls, base on balls, and hit by pitch. And the hit by pitch was off the head. Hit him in the back of the batting helmet. Back in the fourth. He bats now in the sixth. BYU's up 3-2 and looking for an insurance run. 90 feet away. Sack fly in play as Parker Goff. One ball, one strike, one out, one on. Kick and deal. And a breaker settles in at 79 for strike two as called by Mike Jarbo, the home plate umpire. Jarbo at home. Hubbard Dunklin at first. Heath Jones at second. Brandon Butler at third. Here at Larry H. Miller Field, capacity 2,200. On a frigid day to be a fan, one and two the count. And that's a called strike. A little bit of a delay on the call, but barrel on the shoulder. And a top-away corner strike call at 89 on the fastball from Sanders. Second strikeout of the inning. And the last five outs recorded by the Gales have all been via the swinging strikeout. Strikeout number 11. For St. Mary's pitching today to five bases on balls. And that's five consecutive outs via strikeout. Yet a mound visit by Greg Moore. Lefty on the hill and the righty Luke Anderson settling into the box. Anderson on an 0-for-1 day today in game two with a walk and a hit by pitch. 
And it looks like a pitching change is coming. The southpaw will leave the game after his second strikeout of the inning. And for Ryan Sanders, his fourth strikeout out of the pen. New pitcher in 60 seconds for St. Mary's on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. BYU Baseball brought to you by All Pro Capital. Put your money to work with smart real estate investments. Visit allprocapital.com for more information. All Pro Capital, a proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. New pitcher for St. Mary's is Ryan Wiltsey. Wiltsey making his eighth appearance. His seventh came yesterday, or rather Thursday, in the series opener. Wiltsey 1-5 on the year, has made five starts. A 9.15 ERA has gone 19 and two-thirds. 25 hits and 10 walks allowed in those 19 and two-thirds. So he finds himself in situations frequently. Has given up a team-high 23 runs. Does have 17 strikeouts to those 10 bases on balls. In the Thursday opener, Wiltsey went one and a third. Gave up three hits, two runs, both earned. Struck out one, walked two. And threw 29 pitches in one and one-third innings. BYU three, and St. Mary's two. Luke Anderson to hit with two out, bottom six, and a runner on third, and Parker Goff with a one-out triple. But sandwiching the triple were strikeouts by Ryan Sanders. He struck out four and leaves the game. The left-hander leaves for the right-hander, Wiltsey. And Wiltsey's first pitch gets away high for ball one. Breaking pitch that never came down. Wiltsey, the six foot three junior thrower with a 1 0 count to Anderson. Called strike on the low outside corner. One ball, one strike from Wiltsey to Anderson. Luke today, fly out to right in the first, base on balls, and scored on, a th- on an E1 in the third, and then hit by a pitch and was part of a 5 4 3 DP in the fourth. The 1 1. And swings through that. Didn't want to, but came through. And one ball, two strikes. Anderson behind of the count. Shadows creeping across the field. The left side of the field is mostly in sunshine. And the right side of the field, certainly the infield part in shade. Cold shadow tonight. One, two, the count. Kick and fire by Wiltsey. Yes, backward K. All three outs in both the fifth and the sixth innings via strikeout for St. Mary's pitchers. This one, a caught-looking backward K. We go to the seventh for BYU in the sixth. No runs on a hit, no errors, and there was a runner left on. To the seventh we go. 3-2, BYU leading St. Mary's on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.